It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. This is the CC Radio Podcast. It was just the most massive thing I've ever seen. I, to tell you the honest truth, I thought, well, we're the only ones left on this planet. Something's happened. We've missed something here. The fear that went in me when I seen it was just, um, like the feeling, I'd say it was fear, but I've never felt that feeling before in my entire life. It's a weird feeling, like you can't explain it when you don't know. You feel like you're being followed, but you don't know what it is. We had two to our right, another one in front of us, another one to the left, and another one just across the road, shaking the daylight down the tree. All we get was a big red eye. I remember waking up and looking at the end of the bed, and there was a figure there, almost insect-like, and then I blacked out. Welcome to the show, everyone. You are listening to Believe, Paranormal and UFO Radio. My name is Cade Moyer, and thanks for tuning in. If you've had an encounter, get in touch with me. My email address is believe at ccradio.com.au, or you can message me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash believe UFO Radio. If you enjoy this episode, there are a few things you can do to help the show. Firstly, you can go to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review. Or you can share the show around social media with your friends and family, and that would help us grow. Tonight, I have Richard joining me on the show to tell me about his Yowie encounter. Richard saw a juvenile Yowie when he was living on a rural property as a young child. Now, what makes this such an interesting encounter is that his parents also saw strange lights on the property not too long after his incident. But before we get into that, let's talk about the iTunes 5-star ratings and reviews. As you know, each week I read out a new 5-star review that's left for me on iTunes. So if you want your review read out, simply jump on iTunes, leave me a 5-star review, letting me know what you enjoy about the show, and I might just read it out on the next episode. Now this one comes in from Jeshua Text from the US. So excited to find this genre of podcast from Australia. The host is great and every episode is so compelling. Can't wait to hear more. So thanks for writing in. And finally, if you want to chat to other listeners of the show, simply jump on Facebook and search for the Believe Paranormal and UFO fan group. So if you're interested in that, I'll leave some links in the show notes. But that's enough of me talking. Let's get into Richard's encounter. So tonight I want to welcome Richard to the show and Richard saw a creature when he was quite a young child in uh, on his property. Well, I guess it would be his parents' property, but uh, it's kind of stuck to him to this day and he's only recently started to figure out what he thinks it might be after talking to some people. So Richard, welcome to the show, mate. Yeah, thanks for having me. No worries at all, mate. I'll, I'll start start back. It was probably about 1972. Um, we lived in Latrobe Valley right up in the mountains on a little old, old dairy farm. You know, couldn't see another house from where we lived. It was right, fairly remote. And um, this little old house, I got up one morning and 
I looked out the back window because we had the old thunder box out the back. There used to be a rooster that beat me up, so I was watching where the rooster was. And this little this animal was about the same size as me, walked on its hind legs, and it's walking across the backyard. It turned and looked at me looking through the window at it. It had big black eyes, it was hairy. It was, a, you know, it was the size of well, probably a four year old child. It, it was about the same size as me, but it had these big black eyes. I reckon the eyes would have been the size of the bottoms of Coke cans. You know? It looked at me and then shot off across the yard. And there's a big uh, cypress pine, there's a row of cypress pines up the side of the yard. And it jumped on this cypress pine and climbed the, climbed the tree like I've never seen another animal in my life climb the tree. It spiraled the tree, went round, 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 round the circles up, up to the top of it really far. And at the same time, we had all these jersey cows just outside the yard paddock because it was running towards the cattle. The cattle ran away like I've never seen cows run before. They, they ran away with their tails straight up in the air. I shit myself, you know, I was, I was pretty scared at the time, but you know, only being about four years old, I ran into my parents' room, and I told my parents, I just saw a tree man, because that's the only thing I could explain it, what it was, so I've never seen anything like it before. And, and my parents, they, they come out, we couldn't find the thing in the tree or anything, but I would not go in that room for probably three to four months, I mean, I wouldn't, I'd have to sleep with my parents, so the only way they get me in that room if I fell asleep and they put me in the bed, and if I woke up, I'd run back into their room. But yeah, it wasn't... It was, Probably 20 years later, you know, I would have been probably about 20 years old. And I was sitting there having a beer with Dad. And Dad goes, you remember the tree man? Because we never spoke about it. I'd grown up on this stage. And I said, yeah, I do remember the tree man. And he was laughing about it. You know, he, he, he was funny. He goes, it scared the shit out of you, that tree man. And he goes, I'll tell you something funny about when you saw the tree man. And he, he said, um, around the same time, he said that him and Mum, they I was sitting out in the back porch and I saw this, these lights coming up the valley and one of the lights landed in the back paddock over the hill. They, they jumped in the dune buggy and drove over there to see what it was. And um, there was nothing there. They never saw it. Somebody said it, it, it gave him chills what the hairs on the back of his neck stood up. And he went to work the next day and told his boss about it. He was an engineer for the local council and um, his boss told him to ring the Air Force but he said, no, he wouldn't because I think he's a lunatic. But, um, yeah, it's... It, it stuck with me, and, and just recently I met a girl up here in Harvey Bay. She she goes out looking for yowies, and I think well, maybe that's what the tree man was—a baby yowie. <laughs> it, it sounds similar, like the long dark hair and big eyes, big black eyes. And she and she, she was telling me they're real good climbers. These yowies, she knew a bit about them. I don't know. I've never, you know, I never thought I'd ever seen a yowie. Yeah, I reckon she might have been on the something. <laughs> that's my story. <laughs> yeah, right. That's that's quite fascinating, there, Richard. So, um, let's kind of take it back to the start there. So, you were you were about four years old yourself when you first saw this thing. Yeah, I, I was in kindergarten because I remember at that house I used to get out of the, out of the old Volkswagen with finger painting, and this rooster used to beat me up, and I was always a bit shit, shit scared of going in the backyard of the old thunder box. Was that's why I was looking out the window in the morning to see where the rooster was. <laughs> It obviously left quite an impression because um, I, I can tell you that my, my memory doesn't work too well from being, um, from even remembering anything when I was yeah. a, a young child, essentially. No, this, this, thing, this thing scared me so much, it's just burned into my memory. It, was, it really petrified me, you know, it was, it was something out of the ordinary as, as a child, you know. I didn't tell Dad or Mum I saw a yowie because I wouldn't know what a yowie was when I was that old. You know, I just thought it was a tree man because of the way it climbed the tree. <laughs> I've never seen another animal climb the tree <laughs> like that. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> the only thing really around this region that would 
climb trees might be a tree kangaroo maybe a possum maybe a koala if you had those on the property but i mean none of those are really the size of a, a young four-year-old no yeah i thought about that we we did have koalas on the property but koalas don't even climb trees like this and koalas aren't the same color this thing was like this was dark it was nearly black a long long shaggy hair all over it i reckon the hairs on it you know there would have been as long as my finger yeah you know, it was hairy all over it was Terry from head to toe. And all, all I remember seeing, I'll remain the only member, is, is how big and black its eyes were. When I looked at me, uh, that's when I, that's when I, you know, shit myself. <laughs> yeah, we just made eye contact, and then it took off. <laughs> yeah, right. So, yeah. how long did you, um, did you maintain eye contact with the creature for? Oh, only a couple of seconds. It, it saw me. I saw it, and it shot off. It, it took off across the backyard. And, and jumped at the tree. I remember it, it taking a big jump at the tree and then just going round and round and round the tree in circles. And it, it, was, it was so quick the way it climbed, you know. It was like unbelievably quick. It was like a bloody cyclone. It just went round and round and circles, straight up the tree. That's when I ran into my parents and were in balling my eyes out. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I don't blame you, and I, I'm sure a lot of kids um, would do the same thing. I mean, I'm sure there's some adults out there that would still do the same thing if they saw a creature like that roaming around their property. My parents never saw it. They, they thought, you know, I was just a kid making up stories. But no, it was – I actually saw this thing, you know, because it stuck in my memory. You know, I was just, just looking at it, you know, burnt into my memory. I can still see it to this day <laughs> what it looked like. I still remember the old yard under my and did you ever notice anything like that on the property, I guess, previously or anything weird afterwards? No, no nothing. Nothing again. Never saw anything again. Yeah, but it, it took me, it took, it took me three, three to four months to settle me down to get me to go back in the room. Dad had to nail a blanket across the window so I couldn't see out the window because it was a bloody tree man. Yeah, but that, yeah, like parents do, they think, you know, kids make up stories, but it was no story. I saw this thing. <laughs> And did your parents ever see this creature or anything, maybe, like, let's say maybe the parent of it? Well, Dad grabbed the rifle and went out the backyard to have a look in the tree. We never saw anything in the tree. You know, I stood at the back door while Dad was looking at the tree, and, and no, we couldn't see anything in the tree. You know, I suppose the colour of it, it would have hidden the tree pretty good. <laughs> and what time of the um, day did this happen? Was it early morning? Was it late afternoon? Yeah, first thing. No, it would have been, if the sun was just coming up, it was, it was, just on daylight in the morning, probably five or six o'clock in the morning. So I just because I was looking out the window because I thought I'd go out and have a pee, you know. And I was just keep an eye on that bloody rooster that used to tip me over all the time. <laughs> yeah, the savage bloody rooster. He didn't take me all the time. I'd have to wait till he's up the other end of the other end of the yard before he go out there. He just used to take me, you see. And my parents didn't even believe me. He used to beat me up, you know. They thought that was all joke too. And the old man seen it one day and blew its head off with a shotgun. <laughs> Yeah, well, I was glad to see that thing go. <laughs> I hate that rooster. What did, did your parents ever s- suspect anything after this? Did they were they on, I guess, high alert for anything? Well, he sort of he, he sort of suspected something when they saw the lights in the paddock. He said it wasn't long after when I saw the tree man. They saw the lights land over the hill at the back of the farm, and um, but he said, you know, they went over there and they didn't see anything. And I, I went and asked mum about it today. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Right about this stage when he told me this, I was about 20. 
And um, oh yeah, mum about mum said the same thing as dad. She goes, yeah, they put their hands up on the back of my neck. That thing that night. She goes, they were shooting themselves. It was all that light laying out in the paddock. You know, when they got over there, there was nothing there. Yeah, right. And did they see any shape to the lights that they they saw that night, or was it they just purely saw the? Just saw the. Apparently, um, Dad was saying around the same time there was a lot of reports sent up sent to the local radio station in Throw Valley that um, people were seeing these strange lights coming up and down the valley. Right. So it was a pretty common occurrence around that time, was it? Yeah, yeah, it must have been. Um, but it, there's probably there's probably um, some evidence of somewhere. If they were ringing, people were ringing even the local radio stations at the time. I think a local radio station would have been in Warrigal. But yeah, and, that, and after after Dad told me that, I always thought maybe it was an alien, the tree man, you know. But it, but then yeah, when I met that car last year, and she's talking about study going out looking for hours, I thought she was mad. But then when she's describing these things and that, and I'm thinking Jesus, maybe that's what I saw when I was a kid. <laughs> maybe it was a little yeah. yeah. And I mean, could you apart from the eyes, was there any other facial um, features that you could recognise or anything? No, it was just no, it was, it was just. Black, or it was near black. It was like real dark brown and black color, and yeah, it was, it was just long hair everywhere. That hair all over. I, all I can make out was bloody was his eyes. You know, these big black eyes. Was, just how big they were scared me. You know, the way it looked at me with these big black eyes. They're just pure black. Yeah, you know, and as a as a kid, you don't. You know, you know, I was the kind of kid that would make up stories like that. Tell me, parents. You know, <laughs> and I I explained it to them. You know, as a kid would, you know, it was a tree man. You know, only because of the way it jumped up that tree and went, went flying up the tree. It must have been living in the tree. <laughs> a tree man. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, as a as a young mind and as a young child, I mean, it's uh, you kind of just put the, the simple things together and, uh, you know, one plus one is two. And, you know, to a young mind, that makes sense, really, doesn't it? Yeah, but, you know, the way it scared me, it scared the cattle the same way. You know, the, I've, I've never seen cattle take off like that, like running as fast as they were. And I've never seen cows shoot their tails straight up in the air like that. They went straight up in the air and the little fluffy bit on the end of the tail was tipped over a little bit, you know? And they all went running up like that. Like these things might have, might have been hunting cattle, bringing them down with their tails or something because I've never seen I've never seen cattle, you know, that do that. I've always seen cattle tails always hanging down. They don't stick straight up in the air. And the other strange thing, we were only probably... 80 kilometres, I suppose, from the den of Nargan. Basically, uh, uh, they, they called it, yeah, Nargan was, was basically a yowie, I think, and he felt like he was scared of this area where this big cave is, because that was the den of Nargan, where Nargan lived. Nargan was, you know, basically a yowie, the way they described a hairy man. Big hairy man. Okay, so it's kind of in Aboriginal folklore around that area that yowies actually existed. Yeah, yeah. You look up den of Nargan, near Bensdale, and yeah, that's not, that wasn't too far away from where we live. That might mean that there's actually some some actual other encounters around that area. And is that something that you ever investigated at all by any chance? No, no, I haven't. No, I've told friends about it, and everyone just laughs, you know, thinks it's a bloody big joke. But no, I, I actually saw this thing, you know, I, I wouldn't bullshit about something like this. <laughs> The way it scared me, it stuck with me for my life. You, know? you said that you met a you met a woman and she was a Yowie hunter. Um, what was she? What, yeah, she goes out the bush with Yeah, what was she kind of? Um, I guess telling you that made you think that this might have been definitely a Yowie and maybe not another creature or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, I, 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 
I was telling her the story when, when, when she's telling me about the hours. She goes out to these trail camps and puts them all up through the bush. And um, I thought she was a bit mad, you know, a bit loopy. And, and then I was, I was thinking, maybe that bloody tree man might have been a little yowie, you know, that it wouldn't have been big enough to be a yowie. You know, she was describing as big, you know, <laughs> big creatures. But um, I was telling the story about how I climbed the tree, and she said, oh, they're really good climbers. And this thing climbed, like, unbelievably fast the way it went up this tree. Like, you know, no animal could climb this far. And the way it went round and round and round in circles, like, oh, it's hard to explain how fast it went. It was just... It was just so quick, like two or three seconds, it was up the top of the tree there somewhere, and it was out of sight. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's really quick. I mean, that's that's monkey level type of type of climbing skills. Oh, there, isn't it? Was faster, faster than a monkey. It was it was, it was like lightning fast. It was it was like a flash the way it climbed the tree. It was like zip, 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 straight up the tree. It was, it was going around the tree. It was a big tree. It was a big, big cypress tree. It was probably maybe four four foot across. <laughs> Yeah, right. So it's, it's 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 got some it's got something some size to it, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah the old cypress trees, like they used to use them as windbreaks up in the mountains there, and yeah, they were quite big. You know, they've been there hundreds of years or more. Do any of your parents still live on that property by any by any chance? No, no. My dad's up here. My mum's there's two mountain ranges in the Trade Valley. There's the Strizlecki Ranges, which which we lived in, and then there's the um. The main mountains that run away past Sydney, the Bull, um, what are they call Bull Bull Ranges or something like that. They're blue, not blue mountains. So they, they run all the way to Sydney, the um, Great Dividing Range on the other side of the valley. Did they? Did your parents ever see any other weird activity on the property after the? I guess after the Yowie sighting, and potentially after the the lights in the sky. No, they never saw another thing. That was that was all they ever saw. Uh, but the, the dad, the dad, dad said he felt the same way when he saw the lights. You know, it, it spooked him. Yeah, and same as mum. She said she said the same thing. She was spooked by it. But there's nothing else. You know, that was that was it. Now that you're a little bit older and you, and you think this might be a Yowie, does this kind of change the the way you look at things? No, not really. You know, it's, it's, they've been um, legends of Aboriginals, Yowies. Yeah, you know, so yeah, you, know, you don't know what's living in that bush up there. It's big, it's, it's heavily treed. Yeah, you know, a lot of a lot of bush up through there. Yeah, you, know, you wouldn't know what's living in there. But I, even when I got old, I used to go up there deer hunting and stuff, and never saw another thing, anything like it. You know, I'd go up there hiking, looking for gold, and you know, I'd go up there for weeks on end by myself, and nothing ever, nothing ever. Scared me like that thing did, you know. And what about the lights in the sky? Does that does that make you um, question anything about maybe the the existence of aliens? Could this thing maybe have been an alien? Anything like that? Yeah, well, yeah, there could be something out there. I've I've seen strange things in the sky before, but not down there. I was up here. Actually, it's probably last year. I saw I saw these lights coming through the sky, like satellite height. Yeah, I thought they were satellites. One came in from one direction and stopped in the sky, and another one came in slightly different angle, and then a third one, and they stopped in like a triangle pattern, and like an upside down triangle, and then um, this this like fire it was like a like a like a meteorite coming out right through the centre of the triangle, but it didn't light up until it got just below the below the triangle, it lit up, and then it burned out before it sort of hit the ground or disappeared out the ocean here at Arden Bay. <laughs> Yeah, that's that. That was the only other thing I said. But I, yeah, I just had brain surgery, but I, 
I saw that. A few months earlier, I just had um, a brain cancer removed out of my head. But I was just sitting at the front, Dad's house is up on top of the hill, he's looking straight out into the bay, Marvin Bay. And yeah, I saw that that night. <laughs> have you ever gone back to the property? No, I haven't been back there for years. I, you know, I think I was probably about seven years old when we left that property. <laughs> oh, right. So that, that, that was kind of, uh, you're kind of done after that. Was, was there a reason that you left the property? Was it maybe something to do with the, the going on? Oh, we got a different, we got, no. No, we got a different farm not far away. It's just a bit better farm. That one was a pretty rough sort of house and that on it, you know. <laughs> Still had the old thunder box out the back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty, you know, uh, real old, weatherboard, bloody cold, horrible air. But yeah, we've got a better house and a better farm. <laughs> well, mate, I want to thank you for coming on the show and sharing your story with us because um, it's it's quite unique. Yeah, I saw you on the internet there. That's it. I thought I'd tell you my story. I thought, yeah, it might interest you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I mean, hopefully, there's there's someone else out there, maybe around the area that this happened, and um, they might be able to shine a little bit of light on the what this creature maybe was. Maybe someone else saw this creature out there. Yeah, it was out. It was out the back of a little town called Trafalgar, up towards Thorpedale. Yeah. That was. That's that's good. That can give us a little bit of uh, a little bit of a, a spot where people can maybe. Give us a little bit more information. Yeah, yeah. yeah see if anyone else has heard anything. <laughs> yeah, that's Please it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on the show, Richard. And um, I mean, if you hear if you hear anything else, or uh, one of your mates reaches out and says, "Hey, I saw that creature too," let us know because um, it'll be good to find out a little bit more about the uh, what I, I'm going to call it—the little baby Yowie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, none of how old it would have been, but it was the same size as a four-year-old child. <laughs> yeah. Long arms and and move really quick. (laughs) And that's going to do it for tonight. And remember, if you have had an encounter, get in touch with me. My email address is believe at ccradio.com.au or you can message me on Facebook and that's facebook.com forward slash believe UFO radio. Until next time, stay safe. And you've been listening to Believe Australian Paranormal and UFO Radio. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com